0: (laughs) What do you call 52 millionaires watching the Super Bowl?
1: I don't know. What do you call 52 millionaires
0: watching? The Dallas Cowboys! Uh, Savage. And our next guest, Mike McCarthy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Cowboys. Welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt. We're all here with you. There's no Nate this week. I don't know why he chose me, but uh, then I was like, Zach, come on. We'll, come on on the other side of this glass. Let's let's have some fun with it for um, the day before Super Bowl 56. It's an exciting day. It's it exciting is. day. It's a fun day. It's a chill day. We're all hanging out. We're all doing our thing. And um, now is going to be the part where we get you involved. 8030550 550 888 888-552-550, because I'm going to ask a very stupid question that's going to get me angry. Super Bowl snacks. Let's hear them. You have a party you're going to. you hosting a party. What are people bringing? Pizza and wings better be a default. We talked to Joe Yurden in last segment. I'm not counting the 30 seconds that I had to ramble about us getting the break very late to break. The last main segment, we talked to Joe Yurt. He said something about a seven-layer taco dip. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I was all about that one. That one sounds fantastic. That sounds awesome. What do you got going on for your Super Bowl party? Are you talking about bringing in something awesome? Or are you bringing in something that is just going to make me rage quit here? So if you got something, go ahead. 803-0550. I almost forgot the number somehow. 1-888-552-550, 552 five fifty two five fifty, or you can tweet it at us at Derek Kramer forty nine, at Zachary Jones one ninety eight, at WGR five fifty, and we can hate our lives if you if you send me something like my girlfriend did, where I got sliced radish and radish leaf toasts. That was on an actual website for Super Bowl snacks. So that brings up a good question that I have. For both of you guys, are Super Bowl parties the parties where you kind of get experimental with the snacks, or no. is it where no. I'm going to go through no. old classics, what I do well, and that's what I'm bringing? You go like, with yeah. what's
2: delicious.
1: Well, I'm not even saying delicious. Like I mean, like we we were looking up like recipes and stuff like that, and some of these I'm thinking I don't know if a Super Bowl party is. Where you decide, I'm going to spend a weekend trying to make this correctly. I feel like there's a combination of yes and no here.
2: Because I've been the person uh, several years back who brought candied bacon. Candied bacon is very good. Yes. But, but, but you have to try a new experimental snack before the Super Bowl. Yeah. And if it yes. hits... You bring it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's, it's kind just, of what I'm thinking. Like yeah. the New Year's Eve party right. is, is where it's you like, try stuff out. Yeah. Or Christmas. Yes.
1: Or, or Christmas. Yeah. You bring the. Yeah. You have the previous parties where you're like, right. hey, you know what? We're going to bring this to like John's this like this weekend. And we're going to try it out. We're going to see what happens. If no one likes it, we won't bring it to the Super Bowl party. Exactly. Right. Because,
2: because the Super Bowl, it's got wings, it's got pizza, it's got chips and dips. And like, then you just bring. Your radish toast, and nobody eats it. Nobody eats it. And then you're like, "Wow, I'm insulted," and then it causes problems. It, <laughs> it ruins friendships. Well, like
1: I am all about it ruins friendships. I am all about
2: starting a fight, not eating your
1: radish toast. Okay, I that like that's me.
2: Not to mention just just the the leaves of the radish too. I don't, I'm not I, about it. I don't get that. I'm not about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, no, I don't I,
1: really like it. Yeah. So every every time that I've hosted a pre pregame show for the Super Bowl. Um, I do this stupid thing where I go on the today.com post for the Super Bowl food snacks and um I get irrationally angry. Why? Because there are things on there that just should not be at a Super Bowl party. Part of the one side of it's like, "Oh, you got people that'll just eat pizza and wings and like they can just eat that and like you could bring whatever weird wacky experiment you have." But at the same time, if I'm at a Super Bowl party, I'm not there to get healthier. Do you guys do dessert dips? bro yes i feel like i feel like that's a one like that no one really brings up but like a good cannoli dip that's solid it, ch- it changes
2: the vibe of the party see to me i'm always just one for like a good just like bunch of cookies or a pie or you're something you're a big cookie guy yeah like yeah. i don't know dips just get a little too much sometimes oh, see, i'm a big dip guy
0: well no i'm a I, I, I dessert dessert
2: dips specifically yeah they're a little too much sometimes
1: so and every year i i look at this list and every year, it manages to enrage me. How did it do it to me this time? They, people are going to ask. Nobody asks that. It's just you guys probably thinking, why? what is going to happen here? Why is Derek getting up in that crazy tone and that dumb look in his eyes like he's going to go off? So they have the pizza dip, which I'm thinking, perfectly normal. Okay, pizza dip. I love pizza dip. I love pizza dip. There we go. Great combination. And then they have the audacity to do this. Feel free to sub in your favorites. Ham and pineapple. I will slap somebody if they put ham and pineapple in a pizza dip. You're not a big pineapple on pizza I guy? W- look, I will. Look. No, I'm not. And furthermore, if you put ham and pineapple in the pizza dip and you don't tell me, I'm putting you through a table. Not a folding table Bill's Mafia style. I'm putting you through your dining room table. See, but I feel It's like probably what I, yeah. made of glass. What I feel, when you make a pizza dip, though, like pizzas, it's one of those, especially at a party, you order multiple. Like, you're going to have one where it's like, yeah, we're going to have a pineapple and ham in this one. And then the other one, we're going to have, you know, peppers and stuff like that. That's going to be in that one. And then we just got the regular cheese and pepperoni. I will. And that's too much hands. work for me. That's far too much work for me. I like I, Number one, I'm already not good at cooking, baking, any of that stuff. That is not my vibe. That is my dad and my brother. That's not me. But if I have to make three pizza dips so I can get the whole, like, room involved, I'm not
2: making it. But no. see, if you make them small enough, it's not that much work. Because if you think about it, you don't have to make this giant bowl of pizza dip if you're going to have three of them. You can just make a bunch of it's little It's true. Little That's ones. true. But you know
1: there's that one friend that basically just hogs the bowl, like around the one, and you're like, and I should have made a bigger one because you just decided you <laughs> were going to eat the whole thing. <laughs> now, I, now, I'm with Derek on that because I was at a party last night, and there was chicken wing dip, and I brought the crock pot over for my table. I was the one that was willing to get the dirty looks to bring it over to my table. <laughs> So I, I'm I'm not judging. I'm saying I'm that friend, and I'm doing it kind of, like, sneakily.
2: That That's me with chicken wing dip, too. Is Dude, like...
1: don't do it sneakily. Be brazen about it. Well, I mean, like, uh, I don't know. if, you, But do you want to be brazen about it? Or, like, like you got to stand up tall, right? And you're like, I'm taking yeah. the whole crockpot. It's mine now. Y'all had your shot. You can come over to my table because and say sneaky, hi. Because sneaky, you get, like, the, the asides from people be like, can you believe Zach just took the whole pizza dip? See, I don't get those looks, though, because, like, everyone's like, Zach you know? Zac needs to get nourishment. He He needs to eat. But... It... That's but, that's what I know. Did. How do you know, though? How do you know that that's happening? Or that's not happening? I assume. Happening? I assume. Yeah. like it's, You know that's happening, and they're just, you're just not hearing it, because they're not telling you. I mean, look, it was their decision to bring chicken wing dip. That was their fault. Can you believe Zach took the whole chicken wing dip? I know, right? They're not saying that. They're I like, I, I told you know. this was going to happen. I said it in the car. I can't believe we made this. He took the whole thing. Now, how do you guys feel about stuffed pepper dip? I don't know. Oh, now see that's right, something ready? you got to jump in on. So now, here's here's the time honor tradition. I'm going to go down this list and I'm going to say things and I'm very confused about some of them and you guys are going to react with me on this one. I've got one ooh, a fried cheesy pickles. I am confused and curious at the same time.
0: That fried, sounds fried really pickle, good. Yeah, yeah, fried
1: pickles are already an elite appetizer. Add cheese to Adding them. cheese to Oof, a fried pickle. Yes. I don't I don't know if the cheese would work but i'm very willing to try it i'm very willing to try it did you see something vegetable related he did he did look at his face he did he did it didn't take him very long no it literally it was it was fried pickles and cheese and the next thing was something vegetable related Read i feel out. like
2: they go back and forth so that way you can be unhealthy then healthy absolutely share it with the class spiced cauliflower poppers okay do not rag on those those are actually very good not a right? lot of people like cauliflower so I, <laughs> it's, I, my mom makes a bit of a different twist of those. She makes spiced roasted cauliflower, puts them all out on a pan in the oven, sprinkles a little hot sauce all over them. So good! They're juicy and they're spicy, and it makes a vegetable fun. Right, a very I, plain vegetable, by the way. It's I, the I, same with broccoli. Where everyone's like, "Oh, you just got to get melted cheese,
1: and then you can eat it," which is you know defeating the entire purpose of eating a vegetable. So now, uh, actually, they're not disappointing me as much as uh, as much as they usually do. With this one this year, I've uh, I've got to say they're doing. That's interesting. A pizza spaghetti
2: pie. I'll try it. Like it's pizza it. with spaghetti in it. I Yeah, I'd mess around with this. That feels like the pizza with pizza on top of it. <laughs> yeah, no, they're really not. Uh, this is surprising.
1: They did not disappoint me that hard this year. I'm actually kind of proud of them. Well, I mean, because I, I, I agree with you. Like, I'm not going to a Super Bowl party to eat healthy. No. I won't. No. like, like I, I, not I'm not going to do it. And a lot of this is just, like, your heavy foods. Yeah, and like, it should be. Like, a cheese, a jalapeno pop or dip. You've got the crab dip with spiced potato chips. Like, there's a lot of, like, stuff here that I'm just going to walk away and feel like I need to be rolled down the stairs. That's okay. That's perfectly that's, normal. That's the one frustrating thing. I kind of do wish the Super Bowl was on a Saturday. I know why it's not. <laughs> I get it. Football is Sunday. I get it. But also, why? I got to work on Monday. I don't have to work on Sunday. Let's move that game back to Saturday. I'd heard Mike and Chris talking about this, actually. Because yeah, they'd mentioned um, that uh mayor of Cincinnati had already declared win or lose the next day. Which is correct. Is just, they, like, pe- like, most places aren't going to be open. Which, by the way, I think we all would agree Buffalo likely would have done the same thing. But here's why it's perfect. If they lose, no kid's going to want to be at school. Like, like number one, they stayed up no for the entire game. No person's going to want to be at work. Yeah, They, they stayed up for the entire game. They're upset. They're mad. I totally get it. We're just not going to do it. If they win, everyone stayed up for the entire game, and they're not going to do anything at work or school. So I'm all for cancel the next day for the city that wins and or loses. I'm more than okay with that. It's perfect. No one cares. The city's celebrating, yeah, or they're lamenting, or they're lamenting. More I don't care. T- one of the two is happening in two places. Uh, so, the other thing about this, I, and now I'm on a different site, and um, I see mushroom calamari, and I'm just like hurting inside here. I don't know, man. Uh, it kind of sounds good. I don't, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a seafood person. Not a fan. I'm not, Big seafood guy. I'm uh, all about it. You do seem I'm like, all about it. You do seem like a shellfish guy. Well, yeah, like like when you go on a trip and someone like brought clams or oysters, like that's my favorite person. Marshmallow, that fruit is dip. my favorite. All person. right, I can mess with that. Yeah, no, like there's a lot of these. Are like normally I get disappointed with something on these lists, and um, this year they're kind of giving me a lot of that unhealthy stuff that I want. A pepperoni football. What? Heck yeah, that sounds intricate. I want that. <laughs> so. Maybe we move on from the food segment, because I'm not getting angry as as often here. I also haven't eaten today, so this is kind of painful. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I need to put you through the entire ringer here. But I do need to say that, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of surprised this year with the uh, with the food list. So they're not, Louie and I, I remember we, we came in ready, like guns a-blazing one year, and it was just because there was something so egregious, I don't even remember what it was, but we ended up on a whole segment about food. And I, I, I can understand why, though. Food is important. Food is important. It, it is incredibly... Like, and like The game could not be good. It could suck. The game could be terrible. But if the it could food be paid, hits, it it's, it's going to be memorable. It could be Seahawks-Broncos all over again. What a Super Bowl. Yeah. What a Super Bowl. I kind of want to talk about some of the past Super Bowls like from my lifetime and how like I really do remember the terrible ones more than anything. I don't but really often, remember the good How often games. do we get the pure clunkers, though? I mean, there's pure clunkers. I guess what would you describe as a pure clunker? Is it, is it a blowout or just low scoring? Blow out. Uh, blowout, blowout. Oh. Because I, you, I, remember, I know. I, I was rem- going to say <laughs> you know exactly which one I'm talking about. I know about. which one you're talking about. But I guess it's the thing. Like it, it, <laughs> it doesn't really matter if the game is good. If the party or whoever you're with is good and the food's good, you'll you'll have a good time. We'll all joke about the commercials. I mean, trailers has now become a big thing as well during the Super Bowls of like yes. of like either movies or TV shows or whatever. So I'm, I, there's always a positive part. But yeah, I mean like I don't I don't know. I I just I so distinctly always now remember these bad Super Bowls. I remember like being furious about Atlanta having just falling apart when it was 28 to 3. I remember distinctly Jared Goff just yes. falling apart in the playoff or in the Super Bowl. I remember you being furious at a man that we had never met. Uh, just screaming at Jared Goff to be an athlete. Like, uh, like in all seriousness, <laughs> like, ju- can you move faster than a 5'5'40? Five, five and the answer was uh, no. No. And the answer was unequivocally no. And, and now that team so is back upsetting. and he's not. Look, the writing was on the wall that day. The writing that was day. there. Yeah, but it's the same. Like I'm so glad Jimmy Garoppolo is not in the Super Bowl. I have no problem with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's a fantastic personality. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, you guys heard his like exit press conference with the with the media for the year. He's like, "All right, guys, well, see ya." Like that's hysterical. He's a good personality. I don't want to watch him in a Super Bowl ever again. Yeah, no, I'm good. I never that's have okay. to see that again. Perfectly fine with that. Yeah, no, I, I think that there's a lot to. Um, I think it, it's more important to me that there's stakes to a Super Bowl. I'm going to be rather, like Joe Joe Yerden had mentioned, he's like, I don't really care who wins. That's a lot of people here. I I told you. That's I, a lot it, of people probably around the country because there's they, no villain. I think halftime is when I'll sort of have figured it out, but to be fair, like I, I think the one thing holding me against the Rams is I don't care if LA gets a Super Bowl. I just don't. It's one of those, I don't care if New York City gets a Super Bowl. I don't care if L.A. does. They're already massive cities. They have a ton of championships across the board in all of their sports. I'm good if they have to wait 45 years. I don't care. Yeah, But, now but then with Cincinnati, there's a part of me that's like, I don't want an, another young quarterback having a Super Bowl before Allen. I just don't. I love Burrow. I, I mean, you know. I was a huge Burrow fan coming out of college. Yeah. But um, I'm good for him to wait. But then we had that conversation the first hour of, if he loses, though, he may not get back. This may be his window, just because of how the board fell. He got the Raiders, he got the Titans, and the Chiefs seemingly shot all their bullets and or just decided to fall apart. Yeah. Now you look at it, though, and you see a team that um, these two teams, not only are they not very well-renowned for these sorts of things, their entire history is they're a combined 1-5 in the big game. So, I mean, I, I guess that's the thing. Like, you're, you're kind of looking at both teams going, wow, like, one of these teams is going to leave, and it's, like, going to be a massive moment in their it's franchise. It's a big deal for these teams. I mean, C- Cincinnati, of course. Cincinnati, I mean, that, of course. That one is obvious. To go from 0 to 60 with not having a playoff win in 31 years to straight up winning the Super Bowl do, would be... Do the Rams have a Super Bowl in L.A.? I don't think they do. I think their one was in St. Louis with the greatest show on turf. It was. So, I mean, like, that's the thing, too. Okay, so L.A. ultimately has not had a Super Bowl really since the Raiders in the 70s. Yeah. And they hadn't had a Super Bowl appearance since uh, an aforementioned unathletic Jared Goff. It could be interesting. It could be. That Question. was one of the first years that I actually really got to know you, and you were just adamantly angry. I was furious. At Jared I was furious. Goff. I was so mad. Well, because I remember I'm, I'm I was a big Goff fan at that point. I was also <laughs> sort of a person that had kind of grabbed onto Goff a little early in the draft process, where I was like, "Ooh, this could be a guy the Bills could get," because it's obviously before Allen. This was kind of. A few years removed from EJ, so I'm like, oh another first-round quarterback. Good." It just so happens that Goff and, and, to a certain point, Rosen were sort of the last quarterbacks of the statue, the old, yeah, exactly, the old generation of the Mannings and Brady's, where just be really smart and really accurate, and we're good. Yeah. Where now it's you got to be that, you've got to be fast, and you have to be big, and you, you have to have be a able big to get arm. Out. Yeah, you have to be able to do something to extend a play. So. A, I guess it's also kind of the reason why I was a Rosen fan. I liked Allen, but I was a Rosen fan really up until the day of the draft. He looked small. Like, truthfully, yep. our O-line was bad that year. He looked small, and I was terrified for him. Mm-hmm. But so it was a part of me. Like I guess it was also sort of like the first day where I was like, you got to be able to move. You got to be able to do something. Got to be able to do something. Where Stafford's not the biggest athlete, and Burrow is coming off a torn ACL. He's not the biggest athlete, but both of them can extend plays. Stafford was the original Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen of just weird arm angle throws, and so seeing him in a Super Bowl, I'm thrilled. I'm not a Detroit Lions fan. Don't really care, but to see him actually get like recognition year one away from the team, that's fantastic. It is. That is fantastic. And and, and he has, has he had a great year? Not really. He's had his moments where he looked awful. He's been typical Stafford. Generally. But but very typical Stafford. But he finally has a coach. He could who be is the competent. second quarterback yeah. in Super Bowl history to win a Super Bowl while leading the league in interceptions. Who? He tied for the lead with Trevor Lawrence with 17. Who's who the other one? He beat a Patriot. He beat Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Eli Manning. Eli Manning, yeah. Eli Manning. Eli. Eli Super Bowl seasons are fascinating. <laughs> Yeah, he led the league in interceptions and then beats them. They are they are fascinating seasons. <laughs> so I think the last thing about this to me is going to be about how in the world am I really going to get emotional about this game if it's a clunker and there's teams that I don't care about or I'm rather largely like meh. Um, I'm, I'm of the sort of I don't really care too much about who wins. Like the one thing I might root against is if people in Cincinnati bring up Harambe. Well, that's actually been really funny. Like that, that was very out of nowhere. I hate everything about that. I don't know. I I, I guess a part that's of that's old man yells yeah. at Cloud. I'm old man Harambe. <laughs> cloud. I'm just like get it enough. It, it's weird though. I enough mean, with Harambe. Course. To be fair though, I think most Super Bowls I'm kind that's of That stale. Meme with has wins. been over for a while now. It's, it's never. We need over. to be. We need to it's get over. Never it. over. And get never over forget. It. I will hate everything. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know. The Super Bowl feels very normal in the sense that I typically don't have a team I root for. In 2017, yeah. I absolutely rooted for the Eagles, but. There's no villain. There's no is. Patriots. There's no yeah. Brady. There's no Chiefs. There's no villain. I guess this thing, yeah, like for the most part, it was if New England was in. Number one, I didn't really care to watch the game because it almost felt like I knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But also, oh, I'd love if that team beat New England. Didn't matter who it was, just beat Tom Brady. Yes. Where, you know. Like, the Patriots all-time are 6-5 in Super Bowls. I, we we watched the Kansas City-San Francisco Super Bowl together. Yes. I wanted Patrick Mahomes to win just because he was a young quarterback. It was different. Re, you know, representing the AFC was new. I'm like, oh, cool, he's going to get And To be fair, I just didn't really think Jimmy Garoppolo was the better quarterback. To me, that would always feel weird. I'm very much of the younger generation that quarterbacks are everything. You can sort of build a team, and they can be an average team, but if you have an elite quarterback, you're there. Yes. So I, I guess that's the thing is, like, now we have another one of those, but I'm like— Oh, but Stafford winning, that would be awesome. Like It would just be sweet. Because I think as well, you could start having a legitimate conversation about Stafford as potent, I mean, not first ballot, but potential Hall of Fame resume to end his career in L.A. If he gets a Super Bowl now, and a few more playoff wins, keeps these 30-plus touchdown seasons going, all of a sudden the Detroit sort of image he is can, sort of... He can wash that off a little. It's a bit of an asterisk, but also like, yeah, but he was great with, with, with garbage. Yes. Where with Burrow... Burrow wins a Super Bowl. Well, now he's sort of, in my opinion, in the same trajectory as Mahomes and Allen, which is it's going to take that's something. A problem. It, well, it's not even that. It's going to take something catastrophic for you to not probably be a Super Bowl or a, um, a Hall of Fame quarterback. So it's 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 kind of interesting. I don't know. I, and also, to be fair, I love the way the Rams do business. If, if that's that is it, where the yeah. league will launch into chaos. If the yeah. Rams win, teams have a tendency to copycat. Good. And good. And make, the trade would, di- make the trade deadline exciting. Yeah, this would be that. It would cause some sort of chaos where teams will start to go more all-out for players and they that said. they think that would be the final piece. Look, and that I, would be I, I, so yeah, fun. I'm noted. I want the Bills to trade their first-round first, uh, their first round pick this year. As much as I do want a receiver like a Chris Olave, a Christian Watson out of North Dakota State, I would love if they traded the pick for a, an also elite seen, edge rusher. We've also seen them be able to draft in any yes. round. Yes, and, and this is the thing, too. Matt Milano's, what, a fifth-round pick? Yes, Matt Milano's a fifth-round pick, Gabe Davis is a fourth-round pick, Taron Johnson's a fourth-round pick. These guys are not only contributors, but large parts of their roster. I trust them drafting anywhere to get guys who are going to be serious contenders for the team. But the way the Rams do business is so fascinating, because everyone thinks that they just don't draft. It's incorrect. They don't draft in the first round. Yes. But they have, I think, the second-most picks from rounds two to five in the NFL over the last, I think, six years. And that's just knowing how to get through your deep parts of draft exactly so that's how you do it like how did how did they get cooper cup it wasn't a first round pick no, he's a third round pick I'm, I'm pretty sure second or third exactly obj they picked up in in essentially free agency he was on waivers robert woods they traded for they traded for matthew stafford jared Goff is their last first round pick and they moved off of him because he wasn't good enough that's the way you should do business now the bills and the chiefs and the Bengals are in a good position we don't need to trade for a quarterback so trade for everything else you can get a good cornerback in the second, third round. You can get a great running back in the fourth round. You can get a good receiver in the second round. Get a good, get an already an elite edge rusher in someone like Daniel Hunter for the Vikings, who is rumored to probably be on the trade block. He's going to get a new head coach. He's got a new GM. He yep. is a likely candidate, and the Vikings can sit there and just immediately take another edge rusher. So for them, it's not even like a, a worst case scenario. They could take the guy out of Purdue. Kind of like how the Stefan Diggs trade worked. Exactly. They, they, tra- just, they, they just got take, a first round pick. And, and they, they just replaced them, and they used that first round pick on Justin Jefferson. Yeah, but the Bills won because they got Stephon Diggs, and the Vikings won because they got a nice young receiver out of exactly. It too. So ultimately, win win. Ultimately, I, I guess there was a part of me that wants the Rams to win because I'd love if the trade deadline, I'd love if teams decided, you know what, to pick, launch this come yeah, to yeah. launch it into the stratosphere and be like, hey, let's get let's get funky, let's get aggressive, and to see playoff contenders do that, uh, that would be great. I would I would love it. I think I think the NFL would be better because I think. Truthfully, I a part of me that loves the NBA is what's going on this past week. It's the trades. And I'd love if the NFL could dive into that, if the, if they could also really get into the trade market. And like you said, teams that win, the rest of the league tries to be you. Even if it's just for a single year, they try to be you. Yes, I would love for another league to be more exciting with the trade down since hockey decided not to be anymore. Hockey will always disappoint you. Just remember that. It will always disappoint you. Thanks. All right, so we're going to move on to the break here. <laughs> And uh, on the other side, who knows what we're going to come up with. Why? That's the unpredictable nature of this show with me in charge. I don't have a plan. I'm kind of like the Joker, except not as insane. 803-0551-888-552-550. If you got anything to chime in on, Derek Kramer, Zach Jones, this is Sports Talk Saturday, and hopefully you guys on the other side right here on WGR. This is so much fun. A a show like this, you just want it to go on and on and on and on and on. Am I right, Josh Allen?
2: Or you just end it in a way that makes sense, is fair, and gives everyone an equal opportunity to win. This
1: is... So, I've got an interesting take on that. That's Josh Allen at the NFL Awards. Um. And I know he's being a good sport and reading off a joke that's written for him, but one week after that, it was made irrelevant. It was. It the was. overtime discussion was slammed shut. It would have been a serious issue to do a rules change if Mahomes went down the field after winning another coin toss and won the game.
2: I, I do still it think would there have is been,
1: like it would have been a yeah. real discussion if two teams had their quarterbacks not see the field. And that's where I would have been real interesting. But then Mahomes decided to derp it up and throw, a, throw an interception. Oh, hey, 13 seconds in overtime. Then Get real. No way. There definitely will still be There's a discussion. defense actually yeah. played, though. Like That's the thing, and that's why I was always more upset about the Bengals winning than the Bills losing was because another team realized, hey, you can stop Kansas City. It's not an issue, and you do still need to play defense to win a football game. Which was exactly what was needed. Ultimately, though, I, 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 I do think the rule will be changed. Maybe even just for the playoffs. I don't think it'll be this year, though. In, in, no, because they move at a snail's pace. But ultimately, the team that wins the coin toss is still 10-2 and two in the playoffs. I know that. And and a lot of that, because there was a percentages about regular season and then overtime. And it's like, no, bad teams play overtime, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, the Lions and Steelers played to a tie this year. It's glorious. I hate ties. Can we, talk, can we talk about that for a second? I, I hate ties. <laughs> Welcome to the grab bag segment, by the way, everyone. Like, it's just, it's the, look, I, I'm a soccer fan. I get it. But at least those ties give you a point. All ties do in football is make your record look stupid. That's all it does. <laughs> That's all it does. It makes your record look dumb. We have to hear about Donovan McNabb going, I didn't even realize there were ties. And you know what? I agreed with them. And Najee Harris. And Najee Harris had no idea. Which, like, at this point, come on, guys. We know you knew. It's a, it's a funny comment, but we knew you knew. But it just it makes your record look well, dumb. I, mean, they play college. I hate it so no, much. No, but everyone unequivocally has to play college football before they play NFL no, football. Absolutely. And, and college football yeah. has no ties. Now, I will say this about college football. It is wonky. It their, is. Their overtime rules is weird. It like is. I mean, UB just a few years ago had, what, nine overtimes? Yes. That was insanity. And that's too much. But like There was when, the sixteen overtime fiasco yes, between Illinois and Penn, Penn State. State. which ended what? Like twenty-four, like to twenty-one? They didn't even score that much. No, they didn't. They all just fumbled. Um but I guess my my thing is with overtime, it's just it's so deflating if you end in a tie. It feels like no one won. Everyone lost. Everyone who watched lost. Yeah. Your record looks weird. What do we take from this? Like, did you have a comeback? Did you fall it's apart? Number and number and one. Yeah. And ultimately. Did either team play well in overtime to e- equal that tie? And that too like everyone feels like a failure. I hate it. <laughs> Could you like and and the Chargers Raiders ended the regular season in an overtime epic where it that was, was the Google. only game I was sort of on board with a tie, just because of the chaos factor that it would it would they bring. They would have kicked a team out of the playoffs because of it. But even then, I just I didn't want it. Like it's it, it feels like no one wins, and I know ultimately for both of them they would have. Well, we're in the playoffs. It's I don't care. That would have been a win, and that's a win. But in the regular season, it just it ruins records. It it, it there's these weird tie breaking for the Steelers. It almost ruined their playoff chances. It almost ruined the well. It should have. It should have. That team did not belong in the playoffs. I don't care what anyone says, but it's just I don't know. It's just. It, I don't like it in football. That's where I'd, I'd almost yeah. be okay in the regular season too. It's the same overtime rules, and we're just gonna go till we get a winner. I exactly. just I cannot stand ties in football. It just. It, but again, the Bengals immediately debunked that whole joke one week later by they actually did, which was by hysterical. actually playing defense. Yeah, which was funny in the moment. It was hysterical. Yeah, and but it like that's what always frustrated me about that game was the Bills found a way to just completely lie down on that side of the football and Cincinnati for an entire half and a play in overtime did literally what the Bills could not in 13 seconds. It's frustrating, but you know what? I, I, again, I agree with like Scott on
2: this. It's part of the Bills' story now. If that, you got if,
1: if that game didn't exist, I would have been far more at peace with the Bengals winning in the Super Bowl. Like, I, w- I would, too. I would, too. Because then, at least, like, the Bills game, like, after that Bills-Chiefs game, I was still like... Okay, that game was awesome. Someone had to lose it to shame it was us. Yeah. And if it was if it went the other way, it would have been the same thing. That game was awesome. It's a shame it was us. Or Kansas City fans would have been like we hate overtime coin flip rules. I was going to say Kansas City actually would have a really, really They would have had a really hard time. They would have had a hard time because even recently with the New England game, yep. Matt, Patrick Mahomes doesn't get the ball. And I and I fully believe this if the coin flip had gone the other way, and, and Allen the Bills the ball. ran it through. I do think they win the game. I think the Bills absolutely just march right down the field, score, and that's it. Because I don't think either team was playing defense that night. Nope. Ultimately, watching that game back, both defenses were not stopping those two. It yeah, was just no. not happening. And it was back and forth, and it was like exactly yeah. the kind of thing that you wanted to see. And it was hyped up to be. Absolutely. that was. That was it feels like the first so, like, time in a long time we've had a game that was hyped up to be a great game that's why exceeded I set al- expectations. That's why I was ultimately okay with it. Like... I was at peace because of that fact. I'm like, you know what? It was a great game. It was an epic. People are going to talk about it for a long time, and it's a shame that it was our side that had to fall down. I, w- I will tell you, I had said it the week leading up to the game, I really want a shootout. I want a legendary yeah. game between these two because I was the one hyping it up that this is already a better rivalry than Mahone, or than Brady Manning because one of the other quarterbacks had already won. I was really looking at that 6-0 and stat for Brady right. Manning. And I was like, well, they need that iconic game. Like, if it's just blowout after blowout for either of them, it feels—it feels like—it feels, like it's it feels wrong, and it and it doesn't really feel like a rivalry. It just feels like one team not and showing whole, up. We got it, and it was amazing. But I will tell you about the win two minutes left in was... The game, I was like, yeah. oh, I hate this. I would have much rather either been blown out or blown them out. Like, this is awful. <laughs> and and you know, I'm 23 years old, and I have the heart of a 75 year old man. Like, this yeah, is terrible because, because the win probability was everyone's EKG chart. Yeah, it was awful. Hey, what? That's, like, that's legitimately I didn't, even, what I didn't it even. I didn't even cheer after the 13 <laughs> second touchdown. It was kind of just like, oh, we did it again. Oh my yeah. god! And that was and that was it. There was no real cheering. It was just wow, he scored again. Yeah. I, so now for me, I've got one last question here before we got to get to we got to get to an early break. That's right, because I got a surprise for the last segment. Um, now, what are you gonna do if this game is a snoozer? There are people predicting that. The Rams are on a different level because, on paper, how well they look. What happens though if this game is a snoozer? What are you doing? Easy answer: I'm going to bed. <laughs> Easy answer: I'm going. I'm going straight to bed. <laughs> I'll already be wearing sweatpants. I'll be. I'll be in my t-shirt for bed. The whole thing. I will go <laughs> straight to bed. No problem. No questions asked. Someone can text me at like 9:30. Wake you up? Nope. I was nope. asleep an hour and a half ago. I'm going right to bed. I have to get up at 4:30 in the morning. I'm nope going right to bed you're gonna be honestly if it's not a close game
2: in the fourth also gone yep okay josh i will not be watching the game i will be at a valentine's dinner with my girlfriend That's right because i have to work monday night and you know look, can't, you. look, can't look at you look at you josh
1: day. being being a good partner the now look the exactly.
2: now if the bills were in the game it'd be a completely different story. valentine's day is getting written off for a little bit oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> And she she'd be right on board with it. didn't yeah. you? I was gonna say I feel like it's one of those where
1: it's like, yeah. all right, we'll, we'll, we're gonna put a pin in this. But we'll yeah. do it another week. We'll do, it's it, pretty we'll important do it once today. we recover from. Yeah. We'll, we'll this make week. it Tuesday. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, but no, I need, I might need a few days. <laughs> so me, I would probably be like, I'm probably gonna be out somewhere with some friends, um, but I'm just gonna like snag my Nintendo Switch and just bring it with me. It's that game, just in case if that game sucks, I'm playing Pokemon Yo. Just yeah, just in case. Be like, I've got, I've got. Well, honestly, it's like the little kid at a party too. That like, there's only adults there, and they're like, I'm gonna bring my Game Boy. Yeah, give I'm, it I'm, the good I'm, old I'm Irish just goodbye sure. too. Just... <laughs> no, 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 that's not me. I, I would hang out, but I would just be like playing Pokemon or just like, be like, hey, and you guys got Smash Bros or something? Let's let's play some video games, whatever. Kind of like what we did with the thirteen three game a couple that was years awful. back. That game, that was terrible. Game sucked. That game sucked. Like as much as I yelled at Jared Goff about that whole, it was terrible. That game, the entire that whole game way. sucked.
2: Me and my friends actually went out and played a game of football outside. Yeah. Because we were so bored. Yeah. Like and it was, it was freezing. Awful. It was freezing. Oh my god. <laughs> that yeah.
1: I don't give me that game. Don't 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 give, do that. Because it's us. close enough to where I'm like, oh, I, gotta, I have to I stay up. I gotta see who wins it. Like no, don't don't do that to me. I don't. I number one, I don't deserve that. Number two, <laughs> neither does America. <laughs> So don't don't do that. Give us a great game. Cause honestly, the playoffs have been fantastic. Real quick, I love that you prioritized yourself over Absolutely. everybody else. But in all is like the playoffs have been fantastic. Like there's been a ton of close games. I think we've had what, two blowouts, and it was Pittsburgh and New England who yeah. we all New England and Pittsburgh media was telling you they didn't belong in the playoffs. So like yeah. that would be such a letdown if the Super Bowl was a just terrible game. <laughs> yeah, terrible I, game. I, no one deserves that. No one Mainly deserves that. Mainly me. Mainly. Not the show hosts that you work with in the morning? They'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> I also I also have to get up at four thirty in the morning. It's a it's a Josh, I might need you to save that clip
2: so you can play that back on Monday. A hundred percent.
1: So All right, I teased a little surprise. We've got Niagara basketball coming up in the next hour starting at one o'clock. So we're going to bring Todd Callen in early, get his thoughts about how the weekend's going to go for him, and get a little mini preview of Niagara as they are in action this afternoon. Derek Kramer, Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt, thank you all for hanging out with us. One last segment of Sports Talk Saturday coming up on the other side on WGR. Welcome back. Last segment here of Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. Derek Kramer, Zach Jones. We're in for Nate Geary this week, and I'd promised it, and I'm going to bring this man in here. You're going to hear from him plenty more in the next hour and change as Todd Callen will be calling Niagara basketball. And, Todd, it's been a while since I've talked to you, good sir.
0: How that are you is doing? A true statement. Yeah, I am doing well. True statement. Good to hear you guys. And, uh, yeah, excited to uh you know, help close your guys' show, and then we'll help open up Purple Eagles basketball. So, yes. yeah, looking forward to this,
1: of course. And uh, anytime I am able to sneak you on the show here, I, I definitely need to do it. So, Todd, um, obviously, before we get into uh, today's game against Fairfield, I do want to ask you just a quick little non-basketball things, a little catching up. You know, like uh, <laughs> how you do what, like what's your weekend gonna be like with the Super Bowl? How you feeling about that game? And uh, anything, any other random thoughts here,
0: uh, all about the Super Bowl. You know, tomorrow I am. Uh, I've gone on record, and, and that really just means in my house. <laughs> but I've gone on record as 38-16 Rams. I think the Rams are going to thump them.
1: Oh, so you, so I'm so I'm playing. I'm playing my Pokemon game uh, halfway through this game, is what you're telling me.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, I heard the part about needing to get to bed early, and then there was like a nighttime wardrobe update, which was yeah. troubling. Zach yeah. Zach's but, just
1: like more like he's he's just like hey, I'm going to let you guys all in on my life here. I <laughs> I, you guys asked. I'm going to let you know. <laughs> that
0: was that was excellent. Yeah, I I do think it is uh, too much Aaron Donald. I think that right. the Bengals are going to settle for field goals. In my estimation, I think it's going to be a uh, convincing Rams win.
1: Man, we haven't had like one of those uh, like blowout wallets in a while. I, I, while I hope not, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go against the prophetic word of Todd Callen. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to argue this right now.
0: We shall see, but, of course, it is going to be tough to watch because, you know, we're knocking on that door, yeah, 13-second door. So uh, that still stings. And and when I'm doing now Purple Eagles basketball – Sometimes I feel like I'm going to say, "Well, there's 12 seconds plus one remaining." Like I don't think I can just say <laughs> the exact amount of time remaining. Should we land on that spot? I mean, if, so, if, if they do, you know.
1: if the Purple Eagles do something cool with 13 seconds left, I I'm, I'm going to think you've got it clean. Like you're gonna you're gonna be able to say it, and it's gonna and that little log of uh, possibly something that you're gonna trip on that's gonna be out the window.
0: Ah, uh, there so, you
1: go. So I I know what you're about, Todd. You're all about that excitement. And speaking of the excitement, Purple Eagles basketball today. And they're taking on Fairfield, so Todd, I bring you in. You know i got to have you on to talk some college hoops.
0: Yeah, uh, hottest team in the league right now are the Purple Eagles, western New York's own Niagara Purple Eagles, winners of three in a row, 11-11 uh, and 11 overall, but that's not as important as your conference record, and Niagara is 6-7 and seven in conference play, having won three straight tremendous wins at Monmouth, which is the fourth-place team, picked to finish very high in overtime on the road. Come back home, beat a, a tenacious Manhattan club in overtime with Marcus Hammond forcing uh, an o- overtime with a three pointer that beats the buzzer. And then last time out, they defeat Rick Patino's at that point unbeaten, and Mac play Iona Gales to put them to 11 and 1. So this team is playing great. You guys talked at the top about this is a uh, second matchup of the season against Fairfield, and the Stags came into the Gallagher Center in early December. And, and hung in an eighty-one to seventy-one defeat on the Purple Eagles. A lot has happened since then, but Niagara looking to keep playing really good basketball.
1: You mentioned Hammond. and he's on a tear: 27-20, 26 in the last three games. How has he been looking here as uh, as part of the purple, leading the Purple Eagles backcourt?
0: Yeah, just tremendous. Uh, honored this week as the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference Player of the Week, and well deserved. I think he had twenty and twenty-six in the two games. Big shots. He is. He is ice water in his veins i mean nothing seems to rattle this young man who if you come out to the gallagher center and if he didn't have a uniform on folks would think hey that student manager can shoot pretty well because he is a so youthful looking guy but and he's slender he's you know six six two, one sixty, 160 and maybe there's some rounding up in both of those numbers but the young man can score the basketball and he doesn't need a lot of space he's been featured on Sports Center with some uh, Steve Van Pelt highlights, or Scott Van Pelt highlights, and the young man can just score. And if you look at him before the game, you're like, you know, maybe he'll get in in the last 30 seconds, and you look up at the end of the game and he's hung 30 points on you. Is tremendous young man in his senior year.
1: All right, Todd, we got to get going, and more of you coming up on the other side here as Niagara takes on Fairfield. Thanks for coming on.
0: Hey, thanks for the time, fellas. Good to talk to you again.
1: We'll hear from you soon. All right, that's Todd Callen as Niagara takes on Fairfield. That's coming up next. This has been Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Zach Jones, Josh Smith with you. Thanks for listening. Niagara, Fairfield coming up next on WGR.